Time to express yourself. Where teens talk and the world listens. Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be the Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Artificial intelligence is the brush that paints the canvas of possibility, blending innovation with imagination to craft a future limited only by our dreams. ChatGPT. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryan, producer of Express Yourself and Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of the Be the Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. Be the Star You Are, once again, wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit btsya.org. That's btsya.org. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach programs. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music. iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America, which is the largest radio network in the world. And I'm your host, Julia. Today, we're going to be talking about AI in the classroom. In segment two, you'll be listening from a few stories from me about my own experience with AI. But right now, we have our reporter, Kevin. Hi, everybody. I'm Kevin Chu, a Be The Star You Are reporter. My segment is AI and Us, which talks about how AI can and does affect our lives. Today, I'll discuss how AI can be used in the classroom. Proper education is incredibly important, especially because AI is able to replicate most mundane non-physical jobs such as driving and calculating. I feel like there's a term to describe how AI is both why education is needed and a major help to it. Maybe an antonym of irony? Do you expect it? That doesn't quite feel right, but I probably know what word to use if I stop sleeping in my literature class, which will never happen because I don't want to analyze how a guy walking through an alley symbolizes the difference between culture and nature or whatever is going on there. Fortunately, I have to take it because I don't want to get replaced by an AI. Fortunately, AI is there to help you with the class. Grammarly is my god. Maybe ironic is the best term. We're already going away off topic. Let's get back to what's important. Higher education is important, both just to enlighten people and compete in the job market. However, it's not like people are getting any smarter to learn that higher education, which is where AI comes in to help supplement that deficiency. One area where AI can be used to personalize teaching one area where it can be used is to personalize teaching and learning. Through the use of AI, teachers are able to calculate the proficiency of certain students in specific areas and personalize their learning experience. This would greatly assist the students in strengthening them, strengthening them in areas where they were previously lacking. For example, in online learning exercises, AI could form the test themselves and control which questions are assigned, testing students on where they're lacking to make sure they know what they need to learn while reinforcing the learning of that subject. Through AI, students are able to study more effectively and precisely than just studying on their own. Can think of the use of AI in school as mass hiring personal tutors for each student at a very low cost. 
even if the AI's teaching isn't of incredibly quality or very focused, it's still much better than one teacher having to spread the education among 30 students. While having one teacher spread the education among 30 students doesn't mean that every student only gets one thirtieth of the education, it does mean that not every student is taught the way they learn best or on what they're lacking. For instance, let's say that you were teaching a class of 20 students, five which are blind, another five are deaf, another five are neither, and another five are both. If you use slides, the blind can't see them. If you lecture auditorily, the deaf can't hear them. If you do both, those who are both deaf and blind still can hear them. However, students without disabilities can learn anyway just fine. This, while a little exaggerated, is how I see learning styles. A few people they find, no matter how you teach, most people struggle a lot with certain learning styles, and another few people need to be accommodated for even further. I myself find it very difficult to learn just auditorily. While I'm thinking about one sentence, they've already gone to the next, and if I miss here even once, I just get hopelessly confused. However, just a single teacher doesn't get paid enough or have the time to personalize teaching for every student, so inevitably, some people get left behind. This is where AI comes in. With AI's virtual assessments and learning exercises, those students' specific learning styles can be known and probably taken into consideration through questionnaires and exercises to analyze and construct an optimal learning plan for those students so they don't struggle. This is just a start of how AI affects education as well. For the internet and search engines, people had to go find a specific book or an expert on what they wanted to know before they could receive an answer to their question. However, nowadays, just opening up a device and typing your question in the search box is practically guaranteed to get you the answer you need. Because of that, modern education has become much less memory-based than it used to be since you can get the answer within seconds by searching it up instead of spending time flipping through books. Of course, that doesn't mean the curriculums change to match that, which is quite a problem. Even now, almost all knowledge is available almost anywhere for free. Let's take that a step further with advanced AI, shall we? What if, far in the future, everybody just had their own personal digital AI assistant that could do everything that we're learning in school so much faster and quicker right now? You just ask it any complex equation or situation where mathematics could apply, and it's solved it for you. Ask it what the best way to help a patient in a hospital is, and it'd get the right answer. At that point, what would the point of education even be? Why learn to identify diseases or conditions if an omnipresent AI can do it for us? Why learn all those equations and theorems if an AI can memorize and apply them better than we can? At that point, the current education would be completely pointless. A feature because of AI is the definition of what education is, what intelligence is, might change entirely because of what AI will be capable of. In fact, schools are already, are already behind. Despite massive upheavals in technology and the internet, school hasn't changed in almost 200 years. Sure, there's computer and projectors now, but what has really changed? While paper tests are still valid, many teachers fail to use technology and AI to their fullest in teaching mostly just treating them as an easier-to-use whiteboard calendar, and they can be started on the curriculum. Almost two centuries ago, what was taught was math, science, reading, writing, history, and foreign languages, and that hasn't changed at all, not even what aspects of it were taught. At most, some topics were removed and some added, a few new textbooks here and there, but nothing meaningful. What I hope to see with artificial intelligence isn't just to have it integrated into the current curriculum, have the curriculum adapt to it, and by extension, the rest of modern society and technology. In addition, AI technology isn't used well enough in classrooms. What it's used for, while AI technology isn't used well enough in classrooms, what it's used for is still quite helpful. It can help automate the grading process, which is one of, if not the most, time-hungry parts of being a teacher. Let alone multiple-choice tests, even advanced AI like ChatGPT can help in grading free response questions as well. AI-powered grading systems can efficiently evaluate to assignments, quizzes, exams, and finding instant feedback to both students and teachers. 
These systems lever leverage natural language processing and machine learning algorithms to analyze written responses, identify patterns, and assign accurate scores based on predefined criteria. By automating grading tasks, AI helps teachers save time on a normally exhausting process and spend more time on how to get on by on their exclusive salary and on a comprehensive teaching plan. Additionally, like I mentioned before, AI grading systems can provide valuable insights into student performance trends, allowing educators to tailor instruction and support accordingly. Moreover, AI can greatly aid foreign students in understanding English by providing personalized language learning experiences. AI-powered learning platforms can offer adaptive exercises and interactive lessons tailored to individual proficiency levels, learning styles, and areas of improvement. These platforms utilize advanced natural language, language processing to analyze students' spoken and written responses, identify errors, and offer real-time feedback and suggestions for improvement. AI virtual language tutors can give students conversational practice and provide instant language assistance anytime, anywhere. By using AI technology, foreigners, not just students, can benefit from personalized and immersive English learning experiences that accelerate their language acquisition and proficiency development. Finally, people like my friend Jeff won't base their name off an elementary school grade joke. Actually, I think this was on him. He's a bit thoughtless. Either way, learning English would have been a lot easier for him if he had AI to help him. AI has so much potential and astounding, and what it's showing is already mind-blowing. Yet society has yet to even adapt to what little prowess AI has shown. The more I learn about AI in our society, the more unsure I am of whether our fast technological advancements in the field of AI and any field in general are fortunate or unfortunate. Technology has no limits, but humans do. Thank you for listening. Wow, that was really interesting. I mean, even just as a student, I'm like no expert on AI. Every day, I feel like AI just becomes more prevalent in our classrooms. I mean, I had a chemistry teacher who gave a quiz. Um, he did like a collaboration with our tech teacher, and he gave a quiz that was completely generated by ChatGPT. And even though it had some errors, it's just kind of just mind blowing how far technology has come. But I mean, with that is there's also you have to be a little bit cautious, right? So from your perspective, what are the potential ethical considerations or challenges associated with putting AI technologies in different educational settings? Uh, probably the most obvious. <clears throat> Probably the most obvious consideration would be uh, a breach of privacy as to fairly or accurately evaluate uh, students' learning styles and what they need to be helped on. I would also obviously have to gather data on them, which I don't think a lot of students would be very open to if it's it's too if it's too excessive. And so that's probably one of the biggest problems and yeah issues with implementing AI into classrooms. Totally. Another one would be more not with not inherent error with using the AI, but more a, a very possible and very real error in the AI itself, which is bias and fairness. And because while the AI may not be inherently biased themselves, their training data could be it could be very well biased in and of themselves. Um, simply because simply because they were given a faulty data training set or other errors in the data set. That are very e and that are a lot easier to miss than you think they would. And another uh, consideration would be that while AI would help in uh, students' learning, and it, it might also serve as sort of crutch for them, and they might not really learn to learn anything without it. And so, which would could definitely cause a lot of problems once they get out of school. In addition. AI-driven AI technology, AI-assistant learning technology would probably be pretty expensive, which would definitely exacerbate and make uh, the gap between its 
schools in lower income areas and schools in higher income areas a lot wider than they are right now, which would definitely be another ethical consideration. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned like the issue with like data privacy and security. I mean, what measures do you think can be taken to kind of protect the students when you're putting AI technology in classrooms? I mean, I feel like they're pretty vulnerable. Well, probably the probably the most eff- effective uh, measure uh, right now is probably being sort of done with, um, by most websites that like I'm sure you need, like on websites and randomized as you go on there. Uh, and they ask you to, they want to like get like gather data on you. They still have to ask you and stuff like that. And I guess that would ha- that sort of thing would just have to be implemented in all the sort of educational AI. And you'd have to make sure that only that type of AI was used, and make sure sh- and make sure that no sort of holes where that sort of permission to ask for the data would that that would allow for bypassing of the agreement to access or uh, learning students' data wouldn't be able to be. Uh, gone through it all. And then another one probably most likely be general compliance with already existing AI regulations and ones that will probably appear in the future. Yeah, I think that's always, I mean, what's kind of terrifying is that obviously the technology is like evolving very, very fast. It can be hard to have a relatively slow like legislative system keep up with that. I mean, also because we're kind of giving these tools to people who don't really quite understand them. I mean, as a student, like I've used ChatGPT before, but I don't, or like other AI platforms, but I don't really know what data they're getting. And I think it's really important that we find people to actually enforce these regulations, but it can be kind of tricky. Like who's holding these companies accountable? I mean, it's not in their interest to kind of try to protect us. So I think that's a really interesting question. And there's definitely like some room for some like advocacy from students about that. I mean, how do you think educators or like teachers and stuff like that can be trained to actually effectively use these AI tools in their teaching practices? Uh, well, what's probably definitely the most uh, sort of effective uh, approach would just be having them undergo a sort of training program or a training camp where they'd be taught on different ways to use them. Like, as uh, so the ones I mentioned before, like putting it in tests and one each metaphor helping to generate tests, which would definitely help a lot with cheating since a lot of students tend to share answers before tests. Um, and probably a dozen other ways I can think, uh, I can't think of. I can think of, uh, yeah, p- probably uh, just a mandatory training camp. It wouldn't have to be very long, maybe just a week or maybe even just a few days it would be, I think would help a lot in helping teachers realize, um, and how AI can be used because I think the biggest problem with educators isn't that they don't know how to use AI, but rather there's still, I think a very strong rejection towards it since, I guess the, the most educators' first impression with AI was you know, people using ChatGPT to cheat on all sorts of things, on essays, on tests, on FAQs, anything like that. And I feel like that's, pub- that's created a very strong stigma against ChatGPT against, for most educators. And I feel like um, starting a training camp um, wouldn't only help them teach them on how to use AI, uh, wouldn't only help them on how to use AI, but also sort of get rid of them stigma and make them more open to the idea of using it at all, which I think would um, probably be the most help. Yeah. 
Definitely. I mean, there's such a fear, I feel like, in teachers. When they hear chat GPT, that's basically synonymous with, like, cheating device to them. But really, it, they can actually use it to make their teaching more effective. I mean, what I think would be super interesting if someone actually sat down and made, like, a online course or, like, an online, like, boot camp, both for students on how to use AI in a way that's both ethical but also kind of supplements their learning and also teachers like educating them about the different type of technologies i mean also teaching them how to like recognize ai when they want to see the student's own work but also how to use it to teach i think they they should definitely make that i think that's an amazing idea i mean the only other question i would have is when you were if you were compiling these materials together like who do you think should be consulted when we're making this should we get like professionals students like how would you go about creating this because i think this is a great idea yeah, probably the most effective uh people would definitely be the professionals who uh, know about ai and what it's actually capable of but i think also yeah like you suggested asking students would also be a pretty good idea since a lot of them uh, also since a lot of them also use ai but a lot of the, uh, the majority of them don't really use it for cheating or anything like that. They mostly use it to help sort of, I guess, learn, uh, I guess, supplement their assignments, like homework and stuff like that. I mean, I've used ChatGPT sometimes when I'm having uh, struggles with any uh, physics homework, maybe literature homework. I've not used it for that. I feel like that collaborating, that sort of is collaborating with their, uh, between teachers and students on the use of AI and get the proper use of AI and what I'm used for would definitely help is build more sense of trust between the students and educators that they that, that they wouldn't use the AI or ChatGPT as irresponsibly and it would also help the teachers like I said before uh, get rid of their stigma or sort of distrust towards AI in general. Yeah, I love the idea of kind of reframing the narrative. It's not like ChatGBT versus teachers. It's like we can all use this kind of amazing technology to help us learn. And that's on the side of both the students and the teachers. I mean, I've used ChatGBT before when we have like uh, a long textbook and we need to pull out like a main idea. Sometimes it can be hard for me to like reread the entire like textbook and pull out the main idea. So I can have AI like help prompt me or even when writing essays, I can help it like help me brainstorm different like theses and claims. I think you have to kind of combine students work and using ChatGPT or whatever AI platform as a stimulus, but not as the work itself. I mean, I feel like this conversation is so interesting. There's so much more I'd want to talk about. But unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment. But make sure to check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com, buy books and t-shirts in our store, and make a donation to BTSYA at www.bethestarur.org. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. 
Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello, and welcome back to Express Yourself. This is Julia, your host for today's show, and right now, I'm going to be talking more about some stories about AI in the classroom from my own life. I mean, ChatGPT is that little website that has become a friend, a teacher, maybe even a parent substitute. You can ask it about your boy problems and get a response like, error, no connection, very, very wise, truly inspiring. I mean, a, a bunch of kids in my high school have adapted it to a strange variety of uses. I mean, people use it to write their emails, which are always beautifully crafted. Um, we use it in Spanish class to translate what our teacher is saying, um, to find all the words that rhyme with orange. Let me tell you some more about the ways kids are using AI in their classrooms from the perspective of a high school student. So, in Spanish class, the teacher talks like those crash course guys just a mile a minute, and it can be kind of impossible when you are trying to survive off of six hours of sleep because high school happens. I mean, of course, all the kids in your class are native speakers who lie to be in Spanish one. Now, ChatGPT can quickly translate how to say, go to the bathroom. Sure, it's going to do it in pretentious founding father level prose, but doth thou wanteth the bathroom? Si quiero ordenar. And it's also Valentine's season, so love is in the air. Let ChatGPT be your cupid and craft the perfect poem for your crush. Get a load of this. <clears throat> in hearts entwined, love's sweet embrace, a dance, a passion, a tender grace. Upon this day, our souls unite in love's eternal guiding light. That was absolutely beautiful. I mean, I could definitely not do better. So imagine all the applications of this. I mean, going beyond just a silly Valentine's Day poem, you could generate practice questions for your AP literature test. You could even create a whole practice test and create these kind of study materials. So there's so many applications of AI in the classroom and outside of it. I mean, the kids in my school have taken this to a next level. I mean, we have now monthly ChatGPT writing competitions. Um, our school publishes all these funny captions and then has AI generate the subtitle. So we had one where it was two ants sitting on a plane talking to each other. 
So the ones ChatGPT came up with were, from up here, everyone looks like you. And also, I bet he doesn't have his antenna on airplane mode, or even service animal regulations have really evolved. Or finally, the passenger program has some bugs in it. All amazing and funny. I mean, ChatGPT is the comedian of the future. I mean, it's the comedian of the present right now. I mean, we've talked a lot about ChatGPT, but we haven't actually asked it for its opinions. So, ChatGPT. If you were to do a radio show on ChatGPT, what would you say? This is the wonderful response it gave me. Welcome, listeners, to today's special broadcast focusing on the use of ChatGPT in schools. I'm your host, ChatGPT, and I'm thrilled to guide you through this exploration of how artificial intelligence is revolutionizing education. First and foremost... ChatGPT serves as a versatile learning assistant. Imagine having a personalized tutor available 24-7, ready to answer questions, provide explanations, and offer feedback on assignments. With ChatGPT, students have access to a wealth of knowledge at their fingertips, promoting independent learning and exploration. Wow, ChatGPT is really hyping itself up right now. Furthermore, ChatGPT enhances collaboration and critical thinking skills. By engaging in conversations with ChatGPT, yours truly, students learn how to articulate their thoughts clearly, formulate questions effectively, and evaluate information critically. These interactions foster a deeper understanding of the subject matter and encourages students to think creatively. Moreover, ChatGPT promotes inclusivity in the classroom. For students with disabilities or language barriers, ChatGPT can be a valuable tool for accessing educational resources and participating in class discussions. Its natural language processing capabilities ensure that all students have equal opportunities to engage with the curriculum. So I'm going to walk you through what some high school students would do with this. They would type in their prompt, get their like ChatGPT AI generated response, take that, copy and paste it right into their assignment. So this might be in like a question window or just on a Google Doc. But as you can see, ChatGPT isn't perfect. I mean, a lot of teachers have this mindset that it's kind of this infallible cheating device where you just type in the exam questions and you get perfect A plus answers. But ChatGPT isn't perfect, just like us. I mean, clearly there are some flaws here. Like what about the drawbacks of ChatGPT? I mean, <laughs> they didn't, certainly didn't want to mention that. Um, also, some of the metaphors can, can be kind of strange when you're writing poems. Sometimes it just makes mistakes in math. I mean, the other day I was doing my quiz corrections for a recent Algebra 2 test that I had. Did not go well. 13 out of 20. Um, well, ChatGPT actually ended up giving me performed more poorly than I did on the original test when I gave it the problems. And it was just of its own accord. And what I like about ChatGPT is you can just tell it, hey, you messed up, and it'll be like, oh, my bad, because it's constantly evolving and learning. Every time you interact with ChatGPT in an educational context, it's also learning alongside with you. So I wouldn't think of it as God or a teacher, more like a fun study mate that you can kind of bounce ideas off of. Well, I mean, you can see that there are strengths and weaknesses of ChatGPT, but it's a good inspiration for sure, a good stimulus of ideas, and obviously I wouldn't just copy and paste what it said and put it on the show. I mean, and I did kind of do that, but not literally. I mean, it's kind of boring and not engaging. So my point is, AI can be useful in the classrooms, but it's what you do with it that makes a difference. Make sure to check out our radio site at www.expressyourselfteenradio.com, buy books and t-shirts in our store, and make a donation to BTSYA at 
www.btsya.org. As always, we express our gratitude to Starstyle Productions, Cynthia Bryan, and Be The Star You Are. Thanks to our guests from across the world, and a huge thank you to our listeners for making us a top-rated program. For more information about BTSYA charity, visit www.bethestarur.org. Find us on Instagram at Express Yourself Radio. Once again, thank you to our audio engineer, Jordan, and let's inspire people, power, and progress with AI. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself.